Hey folks, it's Jeremy, the host of Blamo. Thanks so much for listening. This is a preview of one of our exclusive shows on Patreon. These are member-supported shows, meaning they only happen because of our incredible members and community. So check out a preview of the episode, and if you like it, consider joining us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Blamo, where we have tons of exclusive Blamo episodes, shows, our amazing Slack group, and we're adding new things for members all the time. If not, no worries, we still love you, and we literally have hundreds of episodes of Blamo all free for you to dive into. Thanks so much. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Die Work Career Podcast. My name is Derek Guy, and my co-host is Peter Zotolo. In this episode, Peter and I discuss 2024 style resolutions, how you may be able to expand your wardrobe this year, and where to find style inspiration. We also take readers' questions. Let's dive in. Hey, Derek. How's it going, Peter? Good. It's a new year. <laughs> it it's is 2024. New year. Happy New Year. Thank you very much. What have you said goodbye to this past year? 2023, what did you wear a lot? Well, I'll tell you what I'm about to say goodbye to. I've grown to accept that I am not shrinking <laughs> um, I've tried to tell you nicely. Always, every year I'm thinking like, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to like exercise. This doesn't happen. So you don't strike what, me as an exerciser. What, what, I, what I'm, uh, what I'm saying goodbye to is a bunch of shirts that I'm probably just going to donate and then going to have remade by Ascot Chang. Oh, nice. um, that will, that will be this year's project. We're talking dress shirts. Yeah. Replacing a bunch of dress shirts. Okay. And then um, the things that I've been wearing a lot in the last year is a vintage Lee 101 J trucker jacket that I bought from Wooden Sleepers. Is that the one you're wearing now? Yeah. That's one, a nice one. One that I'm wearing now. And um, that is my favorite denim jacket. I have yeah. to say the Lee 101. Is that the b- blanket lined one? It's not. It's not blanket lined. It's just it's easier to wear. Yeah, though. It's just easier to wear. Although I do really like the blanket lined one because it comes with a corduroy collar. Yeah. Um, the only thing with the Lee 101J is that the sizing runs funky. So if someone's buying, I strongly recommend either shopping in person or buying online from someone who will take returns because... Um, Did they change sizes, measurements over the years? Yeah, it's just, it's just a mass market brand that mm. has a long history and has used different factories. Right. So, you know, like if you think you're a 40, you may be a 40 in one garment and then try a different garment and it fits a different way. It's just, I don't know. Right. It's all over the place. Although they also have a raw denim version that's available. I think still at the moment. Um, my eye tells me that they lengthened it a little bit mm. um, to accommodate lower rise jeans nowadays. Um, I like the original version, but if you um, if you wanted to check it out, you could check out the current online raw denim version, which I still think looks really nice. Um, so I've been I've been wearing that a lot this past year, and then I've also been wearing my sport coats from Salido a lot. Um, I finally convinced them to widen the shoulders, and uh, yeah, nice. Um, so far, I have a mock Lino sport coat, sport coat from him, a cream wool sport coat from him. Oh, really? And, I don't think um, I've ever seen you in that. What's the What's the fabric? It's a it's a fabric that I picked up years ago at Brytech, um in the city. Nice. Um, and it's like a cream window pane sport coat. Okay. And the third sport coat, which is uh, something I recently got from him, is um, a gray Glen plaid tweed, Fox Brothers tweed. Um, and I had him make it up into um, basically like an evening sport coat. Nice. Yeah. Oh, wait, what makes it an evening sport coat? I just tried to make it a little bit more refined because I thought of it, um, you know, I've been thinking of like, if you're wearing something in the evening, 
um, I think it should convey a certain kind of like, I mean, to the degree that a tweet sport code can, but it should convey a certain kind of like elegance. So I was thinking instead of like a brown sport coat, get a gray tweet sport coat. And then instead of patch pockets, get flat patch pockets or flat pockets, not patched, but flapped pockets. And the reason why flapped instead of jetted, partly because I think jetted looks weird unless it's like a Florentine sport coat where that's like the tradition. But also tweed has a tendency to bag. So mm. if you get jetted pockets on a spongy tweed, uh, you'll right. often notice like a separation of the two kind of like, yeah, the kind of like the lip on, on the pocket will start, will to, start to open and bag. Yeah, open and bag. So I got flapped pockets. And um, if I remember correctly, like three buttons on the sleeve instead of like a sporty one or, you know, IV2, if you will. Um, I just try to aim for something that looked a little bit more polished versus like if you think of what I think of an afternoon tweed is like a brown tweed, patch pockets, sporty, you know, one button or two button cuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just try to aim for something a little more elegant looking, if you will. What do you wear with it? A black shirt, a black polo? No, I just wear it with um, a a denim Western shirt, um, which I suppose is not very elegant. But I wear it with a denim Western (laughs) shirt and um, just top um, a taupe um, whipcord trousers. Um, okay. and, and black tassel loafers. And I think that just works as, as an evening outfit if you're going out to like a bar versus if you think, again, of like a very afternoon tweed, it'd be like a brown patch pocket, maybe even triple patch pocket tweed, um, you know, with with like gray flannels and, you know, like brown shoes. I, I think evening shoes should be black instead of brown. Yeah, So I agree with you there. What about you? What have you been wearing this last year? Oh, man, I've been diving deep into shawl collars. Yeah? Yeah. I love shawl collars, especially on cardigans. There are V cardigans and just regular round neck cardigans. But I like a shawl collar cardigan specifically because it emulates the lapel of a jacket. And the ones with a really chunky shawl collar just are so warm and comforting and inviting. I love wearing them. I have long ones that I wear here in the house, one from Cole Hayes that is a really thick shaker knit that is belted and comes down right about to my knees. And it's great. I use it for running errands. I've got some double RL shawl cardigans that are that really neppy, texture-tastic wool linen blend with really interesting patterns. i I'll wear that with uh, a felt hat. Uh, I have this long double RL cardigan, cardigan. (laughs) I don't, it's a long cardigan. It comes practically down to my calves. And I'm going to let you in on a secret. It is in fact a woman's coat (laughs) that is essentially a coat for anyone. It's a very Sundance festival. It is. (laughs) It's very going out and selling my hyper local honey to people at the farmer's market. You have dreams of starting a jewelry company. Yeah. You're really into turquoise (laughs) and and like- And crystals. Yeah. Crystals. That work great as deodorant. Yeah. Um, yes, uh, guilty as charged. But it's a beautiful coat. And the sad thing is, it is the exact same pattern as a man's coat that I bought not too long before that, that also has a shawl collar. So I am doubling up and there is some redundancy, I admit, in my closet. But it is great. I wear it with black jeans, black t-shirt, black hat, black boots. And it has, despite the fact that it is just a shawl collar coat, 
as presents. Can you get better deals if you shop on the women's side for double RL? Yes, colors? absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It is really difficult to get anything double RL on the man's side of eBay. If you were looking for a deal, even on the website, you will notice though, that the smaller sizes go first. So double RL sizes are kind of weird. They're one, two, three, four, small, medium, large, extra large. Wait, really? Yeah. One, two, three, four for their cardigans. And coats, generally speaking. They do have small, medium, large, but you will find that often, yeah, there's no uniformity. I wish there was, but they're all over the place. Some are dresses and they're listed in oh, two you're to saying for the women's side. Yes. Oh, okay. uh, some are jackets and they're listed small, medium, large. And some like cardigans or long coat igans are listed one, two, three, four. How do, how do you translate that to men's sizes? You ask for measurements. Okay. So, and they will list the measurements even on the Ralph Lauren website. They'll say size medium is this in the shoulder, add one inch or take away one inch or a half inch, depending on the measurement per size up or down. So am I correct in thinking that women's clothing tend to have narrower shoulders? They do. They tend to have narrower shoulders. They absolutely have narrower sleeves. So it is not something that you would layer. And uh, women's clothing does well when it's thrown over. I sound like an expert at women's clothing. (laughs) I never thought I was. I don't think I am. But when it comes to cardigans, I most definitely am an expert. Um, The sleeves are definitely slimmer. So I would recommend just wearing them over a t-shirt. So okay. something you would just wear out. Uh, okay. You're in your house, you're in jeans and a t-shirt. I'm just going to put on a woman's cardigan <laughs> yeah. as one does. <laughs> Can't believe I'm saying this out loud, but I'm not ashamed uh, and neither should you be. So this coat is great. Um, Ralph Lauren just, uh, when they do this type of shawl cardigan or coat, they do it really well. And there's some of the few that do it. There's not too many. So if you're into that look, and I understand if you don't want to look like a uh, Sundance snowbird <laughs> and you don't want to look like your aunt that just moved to Ojai in order to brush horse tails and start up her new Kalalara Spirulina <laughs> brand and teach yoga, yeah. then I understand. But I still think it's a cool look. Sorry. Yeah. Call me California. Oh, well. Now that we're getting into 2024, there's a bunch of directions you can go. There's a lot of new things to try out, but it may be kind of hard to find the direction that you want to go. If someone is asking you, Derek, for direction, if someone is asking you, where do I go? What should I do in 2024? What style advice would you give them? So we were talking about this earlier um, and we were talking about how there's like a litany of lists online of how to dress, like, you know, tuck in your shirt or don't tuck in your shirt or wear this belt or wear these shoes. Those seem so arbitrary. Those seem so arbitrary. And I was I was saying that um, any intelligent person is going to like look at these lists and think they're stupid because, you know, like one year you say tuck in your shirt, the next year you say don't tuck in your shirt, and then the following year you say tuck in your shirt again. And any intelligent <laughs> person is going to be like, this sounds like a stupid game. Like this is, this doesn't make any sense. And I agree like this, I often, again, to reiterate something that I constantly say on this pod is that I think of clothing as language and you have to first figure out how you want to dress. And when we're talking about for guys who are looking to dress better and 
2024? What's some style advice? And that's a very difficult question. Um, and I don't want to delve into like tucking your shirt or don't tuck in your shirt. And it also spans, a, a you know, like we're talking to a wide audience of some people who are just starting to think about their wardrobe and some people who have been doing this for 10 plus, 20, maybe 20 years. So I thought that my one quote unquote style suggestion wouldn't be advice, but just suggestion is that I find that a lot of guys um, who are just starting to dress better may sometimes get too heavily invested in the idea of dressing up, um, that they conflate the idea of dressing up with dressing well. And then some guys who have been into clothing for a very long time, some of them, you know, are very comfy and happy with their current tailored wardrobe, and that's fine. Some of them are trying to think of ways to um, kind of like revamp their wardrobe. And for some of those guys, I think it helps to develop a little bit more of a casual side of your wardrobe. Mm. So for both of those groups, if you're just starting to, if you're just starting to think about your wardrobe, I've, I've always think that everyone needs one sincere suit, which is the suit that you wear at a weddings, funerals, court appearances. If you're just starting to put together a wardrobe, I do think you should try at least one Navy sport coat to see if tailoring's for you, but don't get so heavily invested in tailoring. And I say that as someone who loves tailoring a lot. Um, it's like, easy to go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. Like don't think that dressing well is just about dressing up. And then for people who have already heavily invested in tailoring, um, maybe consider how you can develop a more casual side of your wardrobe because you don't always want to be wearing a sport coat to like a barbecue. Yeah. You, you don't want to be that guy that takes his tie off and says, okay, I'm casual. Yeah. I mean, you know, if that's you, then that's totally fine. I mean, it's just, I think sometimes it's useful to develop um, an aesthetically more well-rounded wardrobe. So where would one start? Well, I think it helps first to find sources of inspiration. Um, you have to find some ways to develop your eye for what looks good. Um, we were talking about this earlier, and I, I still think, for me anyway, um, a, a large source of, source of inspiration is just looking at how people dress on the street. On the street. I was, you know, I, I was interviewed by Avery Truffleman many years ago for um, her podcast, uh, Articles of Interest. And at the end of the interview, she said, do you, um, uh, do you, are you disappointed with how people dress in like real life? <laughs> and I was like, no, I thought that was weird because she's very stylish and she mm. was sitting in front of me. Yeah. But also like when I walked down the street, I like, I would estimate one out of 10 people is pretty stylish. That's um, a high percentage. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, it's, you know, it's not like the majority of people, but when you're walking down the street, I see stylish people all the time. Like mm. I, I walk down the street, I'll see a stylish person like, you know, once every 30 to 60 seconds. Um, so I still think like, if you're walking down the street, just pay attention to how people dress. Um, think of like the cultural language that's being communicated. You can see like how like, you know, punks dress or like vintage, you know, kids dress or, you know, workwear guys dress or like the, you know, the older tailored guy that looks fantastic and like sport coat that he looks, you know, like, you know, he may have bought like 30 years ago. I think all of those can be sorts of inspiration, but obviously, I mean, most people know that. Um, and if you don't live in an area where you're inspired, then, you know, maybe, maybe those street styles are not for you. But yeah. That, what if you live in the middle of nowhere? Where can you find inspiration online then i think you, you instagram is a great resource okay um start with a few companies or people that inspire you follow them and then when you click there's a there's an option on instagram where underneath the person's name you can click like i think it's like find more or something and it'll, it'll bring up suggestions mm. so if i follow you Urban Composition on Instagram, then underneath, I can see more and see what are the accounts that a lot of people who follow you also follow. Mm. And then I can search those accounts. And then when I look at your photos and I click the tags, I can see 
the brands that you're wearing and, you know, let's say- Click on their profile and see how they style their clothes. How they style their clothes. But let's say like right now you're wearing an Inishman uh, sweater. Yeah. So let's say you've posted that online and then you click, you know, you've, you've tagged Inishman. If I'm trying to get style inspiration, then, you know, see the tags. I click Inishman. I look at Inishman's page. But what I actually find more useful than the Inishman's page is I go to the tag section and I look at how other people have styled Inishman's clothes. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and yeah, I find yeah. that especially true for um, like engineered garments, capital, like all of these like niche streetwear brands, or oh, I don't know, okay. the workwear brands or the Japanese brands. So instead brands. of the profile itself, it'll be other people who have worn them and see how they style it. Yeah, like Le Mer is a perfect example. Like when I click the tag section of Le Mer, I see a ton of stylish people. Right. Um, Not and then just I, what they themselves have styled. Yeah, and then, and then I just follow those accounts. Gotcha. Um, what are some What are some ways that you find new accounts on Instagram? I do the same thing. So I will use the tags instead of the profile. I do go to the profiles a lot just to see how their vision is when they have the clothes and then they stylize the clothes. That's their vision. But I'm also impressed by how other people will incorporate that into a totally different look. Um, I know I always go back to Ralph Lauren. He's one, but uh, Armani is another one um, where you can easily incorporate that style, like a, a big coat into a look. Uh, Ralph Lauren, you can uh, see how they'll use a cardigan in a million different ways. Um, and then I have a few friends that I constantly look for inspiration. Um, our friend David, who goes by Big Fits, he... Uh, big fits one. Big fits one. The, with the number one. So not uh, big fits and then O N E, but big fits and then the number one. He, I love the way he dresses. He pairs things together very, very well. He understands how things work together. He obviously enjoys clothes, which is great to see. It's not something that he does. Okay, how can I make uh, the best possible decision with my dollar? He'll get something because he knows it's a look that he connects with. Yeah. And he'll pair it with uh, similarly designed or styled clothes. Um, and then I'll go to his account and I'll see who he follows. Oh, yeah. And uh, because we may not have the same taste. This is like menswear stocking. It is. <laughs> <laughs> see who he comments on. Yeah. See who he likes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, David. Uh, but uh, we're still friends. Uh, sorry for looking at your account so closely. <laughs> uh, but that's one way that I get inspiration because, I mean, I'm not the be all end all. Yeah, uh, I, I think of people that I think have really good taste and I check out who they follow. Yeah. Because I assume that they follow cool brands or, you know, cool people. Um, so I try to figure out who do they get their inspiration from. Yeah. Um, I'll admit George Wang. I've gone through yeah. your follow list. George Wang has fantastic taste. And I've gone through and like figured out like, who's he looking at? So <laughs> um, George Wang is one. Uh, Yasuto Kemoshita. I've looked at his follow list. Um, a few other people. Um, yeah, I just think if, if these people have such great taste, like who, who inspires them? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And that's like, that's a really easy way to find good accounts. And once you build enough accounts, then um, yeah, like it, it just you'll get like a stream of images and you'll eventually be inspired by, you'll, you'll, you'll find things that, you know, you, you may not have considered before. And then click that save tab because then you can categorize all of that particular style or maybe all of that particular brand into a category that you can reference. 
So I have, for example, photo inspiration because as a photographer, I'm always looking for photographs that inspire me. I also have a places to photograph. I have double RL. I have plaids. I have pants inspiration. I have sport coats and jackets. I have summer inspiration, fall, winter inspiration, chalk stripes, motorcycle jackets, leather jackets. I have black tie. I have all sorts of collections that I will categorize so that if I'm stumped, and I often am, then I'll look for inspiration in any of these collections of pictures that I've seen over the years, just scrolling Instagram. Nice. Yeah. I still also get a lot of inspiration from lookbooks. And lookbooks are kind of a distinct thing because they're not always instruction books on how to dress. I feel like sometimes conversations online can get like bogged down. With yeah. like- <laughs> Want to hear the rest? Listen to the full episode and many more other exclusive episodes over on our Patreon. Visit patreon.com forward slash Blamo to sign up and join the Blam fam. You also get access to our exclusive members only Slack group where we chat about this and a ton of other things. So head over to patreon.com forward slash Blamo and we'll see you there.